exclusive hot new mix. We put we chillin' real hard, you know how we do. Get that cheddar, cheddar, biscuit. All right, you guys, welcome to Discussions Podcast. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I have a few recurring guests with me. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? My name is T. Ebra, T. Baby. Instagram, T underscore chills, C-H-I-L-L-Z. Okay, T. Chills, welcome back, baby T. Holla at your girl. Who else we got? This BD Trilly here. I'm not on social media, but you can follow me right here as a recurring guest on discussions. Okay, BD Trilly. I'm going to just call you Trilly. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Relive Chris. You can find me on Instagram, Relive Chris. Um, I'm just here to have some conversation. You're just here to have a drink and some conversation. Okay, you guys, so today I'm going to take you guys to charm school because a lot of people is lacking etiquette, and I need to discuss this. Okay, so we need to talk about the rules and regulations when it comes to certain places and things. Okay, we're going to talk about travel etiquette. Um, By the time this podcast posts, the holiday season will be over. Um, However, I just traveled to New York City recently. Um, so I have a lot to say as a passenger and one of my guests here works for an airline. So I'm sure they will have a lot to say about it. So one of my things, etiquette, when it comes to etiquette and traveling, when the plane lands and it's pulling up to the door, the door not even open yet for, for people to get off. And everybody behind you is standing in the aisle as if they're trying to hurry and get off before you. Nah, it's rules to this. We go row by row. Right. So ain't no point in you standing up. The door is not even open yet. And you're just going to be standing there for an extra 20 minutes because that's how long it's going to take for them to open the door. And that's how long it's going to be another 20 minutes for the people in front of you. You all the way in the back of the plane. The people at the front of the plane got to get off first. Right. I hate that. I was on this flight and this girl was in a middle seat. She climbed over the person next to her as soon as the, the receiver sign was off. Climbed over the person next to her, kicked somebody else's bag, Mm-mm. and pushed through four people. And like people was looking at her like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "My mom's up there." And it's like, "Your mom's not going anywhere." Right. Your like, your mom's up there, but mom. but you're back here. So exactly. Wait. But the thing is, like, okay, oh. so does that mean when when she steps foot off the plane, like she's gonna be lost forever? Like, relax. <laughs> enough to know. Grown enough to know. She had an attitude. Like, she, she, was she like, know her mom would be on bullshit, <laughs> so she had to hear you get to it. Well, you text your mama and tell her, don't be on that bullshit this time on this flight. Right, <laughs> <laughs> because come on now. Come on. So that's one of my, that's one of the things, if you're this person, please respect everybody in the roles before you. Just right. have a seat until your role is up next. Right. Just, just chill. Just chill. Okay. Oh, I'll say real quick. I'm sorry to chills, but I get so irritated. Like, yeah, it should be row by row, but you also can't be pussyfooting. So you should already have a little personal item that was by your seat, under your seat, all that gathered up. So by the time 
the light to go off for the seatbelt light, you should already be ready to grab your carry out on top. The people in the front of the front of the plane be on some bullshit. They be up there pussyfooting, lollygagging, diddly doodling, and the people in the back have to wait. And I'm usually in the back. I ain't gonna hold you up. Right. So I gotta sit. (laughs) (laughs) So I gotta sit and wait. Come on, mom. So you saying the first class individuals? They need to hurry it up. You need to keep in mind that you're not the only one on the flight. There's about 30 more rows behind you who need to get off to. So get your shit. Go on, get. So everybody else. And I'm going to add on that. And I I hate to sound insensitive, but also people with kids. Mm -hmm. Like, we know we got all your little children. But, like, ain't nobody got time for you to be gathering them for 20 minutes. Right. Like, <laughs> you know we're about to get off of here. Right. So, have all your knickknacks packed. Exactly. Pack your knickknacks. I, I ain't going to lie. That's, yeah, that's irritating, but that doesn't bother me as much as a little kid sitting behind me and kicking Oh, like, I, I had to yes. go off on this white kid on a flight before. Like, he kicked my chair. He kept kicking it. And I turned around, like... Stop kicking my chair, and he looks scared as hell, like for real. And the thing is, like I've been in situations where I've seen the parents ask the flight attendant to tell their kids something. Like you know. it's time to sit down, play with They'll like be like, "Oh, flight attendant, um, can you tell my kid to sit down and, uh-huh. and put on the seatbelt because he's not going to do it." Right you know, of course. <laughs> Shout hey, out to my y'all. white listeners. Hey, hey, y'all. Y'all. hey If you're a parent and you don't know how to discipline your child, you're not allowed to get on any flights until you can lay that law down. You can give that look and they know they exactly. need to calm down. That's that. You don't need to be leaving the house. They don't get to go nowhere if they don't know how to act. Like, come on now. Oh, man, sister. Yeah. Right. We got time for that. So, another travel etiquette is the well this pertains to the flight attendants because i've experienced in my recent trip some flight attendants they're more friendly friendlier to certain passengers than other and in my experience they're more friendly to the non-black passengers um so y'all need to get y'all edited together I left a very specific review of my experience with that. And I said that these flight attendants need to go back to some diversity training and learn how to treat people of all whatever races, uh, socioeconomic status. You need to be treating me, regardless if I sit in coach or first class, you need to treat everybody the same. What specifically happened? I didn't get a welcome when I walked on the plane and I was standing right next to the, you know, I was in line waiting for people to walk. I'm standing right next to the flight attendant and he, he said hello to my, um, other, the other passengers in front of me that was standing there when they walked on and they were white. But when I walked on, I didn't get nothing. Oh no, if I don't have much money for a plane ticket, I want everybody to Right. Hey girl, I want I wanted to seem like we went to school together since right. elementary school. Or something. And I was in business class, not to stunt or anything, but you, you know how you would think that oh, if you're first class, they're gonna be extra friendly. No, 
Um, because if you're in first class, news class, and you're black, I've experienced that they still don't treat you. It's more like, what are you doing here? Right. Like, up here. I, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I, I haven't had that experience yet. Like, I haven't experienced Well, that's either. good. I feel like, I feel like, um, I mean, people are people, and people be racist, and people bring their own personal racist to the job, to today, being a passenger, to everything. Like, it's not something that you can really escape. Right. People are racist. So... For you, since you work for an airline, is there any um, etiquette that you have to give? Any advice on etiquette when it comes to traveling? What have you seen besides, like, actually being on the plane? What is some other... I don't know. I feel like people's attitudes... I feel like everybody's just really privileged. And, um... I don't know. I wish people would come and, like, not just... I don't know. Everybody thinks that traveling and they experience is just going to be like everything is going to be catered to them. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just like it's 200 people, you know, mm-hmm. on this plane. And you're all your wishes, like, aren't going to, you're not like, uh, like, you don't have a personal butler that's about to put you <laughs> in your personal seat. Right. your own personal service. Unless you might pay for business class, but still, you're not the only one up there. But it's like, right. I just feel like some people have very entitled. Entitled and crazy expectations, and like, I just wish some people would just come and be quiet and sit down. Right, God just you. do get they serve get what they get from the service and just relax. See, I'm a little different. So we talking about work etiquette, but so I work for I work in transportation as well. I don't work for an airline, but I work in transportation as well. And my experience, because I've been working in transportation for about five and a half years. This summer will make six years. And, you know, I used to be real polite. This was to everybody. Now, the majority of um, the passengers I get are white. Mm-hmm. Like, white, and then I would say Asian, then Indian, and then black. You get, like, a handful of black people. So, you know, people, are, like you say, are real privileged. You know, they feel like they treat you like, you know, you the maid. Like, hey, mate. I don't like all that. So now I'm that dry ass. See, but the thing is, you know, I do equality. So I'm dry with everybody. It's not just, you know, oh, you white or you Indian or you black. So I'm going to be dry. No, I'm dry because I'm sick of y'all. Exactly. Y'all be neat. Y'all need me. <laughs> so you keep that dry energy for everybody. I keep that same energy because people, you know, they don't, people, first of all, when you travel, people get real lazy. For some reason, when you leave out of your house and you drive over, to bus station, train station, airport, wherever the fuck you go to catch your tra- uh, public transportation, you feel like you just stop thinking for yourself all of a sudden. No, seriously. And you can't find no <laughs> No, seriously. People leave their brains at home when they They check that shit at the door. At the door. Because when they come in, all of a sudden, they just got amnesia. They don't know where they at. They don't know their name. They don't know where they go. They be going. asking the most dumb stuff. Like, how do I put my, like, my armrests? I don't understand. How am I supposed to do this? Exactly. Oh my gosh, I don't know. That's like, how they sound. Like, oh, right. you need everything. Right. What do you have? What do you need? Like, right. It's right. so I feel like maybe some people might consider it unprofessional, but I'm just not with the bullshit or the <laughs> shit. So I can't, I can't sit up here and coddle and baby nobody. Like, what you need? All of that extra shit. What you say? Where, where does this take me to? No, where are you trying to go? Because I'm not. Right. Can, we talk about, can we talk about y'all stinky as pets as well? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, people got animals 
like move a lot, especially in the holiday season. It's even more people traveling with animals. Like, you love your animal. You want to, like, sit here and, like, like give your dog sparkling water. Like, feed your dog sparkling water on the plane. You don't understand because you don't have to. Well, listen. I'm sparkling not, water? But this is what, this is what we talk about when we talk sparkling. about. My dog only drinking the best water. No, but listen here. But I'm right. just, let me just say this. People forget, like, you on a plane in a very mm-hmm. small space shared with other people. You're not at home. So just like you love your animal, you want to cuddle, you like you have your animals on your furniture at home. It's people who are allergic, right? T- take your pets off the seats. Like people do not care about anybody but themselves. Right, inconsiderate, like, very that. inconsiderate, and I hate it. And people get so mad. Like they will have a big old dog sitting up on a seat. They head, they tail all on the person next to them. Like, yeah, that ain't cool. That ain't cool. Right. I can't have an attitude when you tell them to put their dog down or like put it, you know, like just tell them to do certain things that you seem right. like I shouldn't have to tell you. So exactly. I, I feel like we're talking a lot about um, etiquette. You know, I went on to saying, you know, like the, the flight attendants need to have etiquette as well as the passengers. Mm-hmm. But I guess for anybody receiving any type of customer service, not just the worker having etiquette or being polite, but also the person receiving that customer service. You got to have etiquette too. Because yeah. so, you coming at us with yeah. ten thousand questions. You you can't you can't make it all about yourself. You have to also be polite to the person who is giving you that customer service. Just because they're in the working role doesn't mean you abuse them because you feel like they are providing a service for you. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm mad that Trisha um, asking questions irritates her. <laughs> no, listen, because people will come and throw 10,000 questions at you before your door is all the way open. And, if, and I hate because I have a lot of regulars that I transport. Listen, I get you four times a week. Don't come to me asking me the same question. It literally like no lie, no exaggeration. I feel like this. When I open my doors, I'm not looking for a good morning. Don't look for one for me. Because <laughs> listen, I'm you getting this in the wrong industry. No, but listen, yes, I I agree. But I feel like I'm getting you to and from where you need to go every day safely and on time. But what more do you need? For a dollar. Wait, no, free. it's completely free. <laughs> <laughs> for the free. So you can't even say that this free. Yeah, this service is completely free. You get what you pay for. So I'm getting you to and from safely and on to time. To and fro. Well, I think it's in I all other conditions. I understand your point though. because yeah, you just you're not really in the service industry. So I to am. Speak. I mean, you are, but at the same time, it's customer service. Customer service is not like on the forefront of driving the And bus. you would think so, but and I, leave it to my, you know. And I'm just going to all right and say, okay, I'm going to No, know. let me just say something real quick. People walk on the plane. As okay. soon as they walk on, I have people do this all the time. Because like, we, we get the coats. We go and walk around for people in first class and we'll, we'll hand that coats up for them. People walk on the plane and they won't even be sitting in first and they will come up with their coat, they coat on their finger and be as soon as they walk in, they'll be like, huh, oh, welcome aboard. And they'll be like, can you hang up my coat? And they'll hold it out to you. Ooh, and that's why I couldn't. And I'll be like, um, just go have a go have a fucking seat. See, bro. that's that I'll customer. Be like, what you be saying? When I'll be that. like, um, I'll be around to get it. Like, hello? Right, get settled first. Yeah. Oh, so you start like, getting like, people do that. that. Your face would be that. I just do it. Simmer, simmer, simmer down, no, simmer usually down. I'll just be like, 
Okay, we'll be around to grab them in a second. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's a little meme shit. It's just like, it's people just don't cu- have no... Customer service is a two-way street. It is. So. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's just, I feel like, and people, and this bike city told me this not too long ago, and I was just like, that's totally right. Like, he was like, with this job, I feel like, sometimes I feel like a little bit of my self-respect is taken every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and it's like, no exaggeration. He was like, a little bit of my pride and self-respect is taken every day. When I'm working this job, because people really yes. kind of beat you down. Yeah, and that's why I realize this. That's, that's why I'm before you even hit me with that. Don't even talk to me. But that's because why I say customers gotta have respect. Also, right? You customers, you need to give out the same energy you want back. So part of the customer service is an exchange. Mm-hmm. If you want great customer service, you have to be a good customer yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I like. I think um, Uber. If I'm not mistaken, don't they rate the passengers as well? Thank you, yes, because so, I used to be an Uber driver. Yeah, so it's like, it has to be reciprocated, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because one That's thing about me, mm-hmm. one thing about me is, I remember people. So, if you was rude to me three weeks ago, I'm gonna remember your ass, and I'll be glad, I will gladly leave you. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. did that two weeks ago and it felt so good to do it. <laughs> and also I would say even being on flight sometimes like I'm always like I'm I'm usually welcome to be nice to give somebody a free drink or you know, do something, give them headphones for free. But if like if you ask me for something like rudely and I'll check on passengers too if I know you got something going on, like you know, or you know. But if you have an attitude, I ain't checking on you. I ain't bringing you right. nothing extra. You gonna pay for every single thing on this plane, right? So that goes <laughs> to if a, if a customer is polite, then you never know the person giving you that customer service. They will go over and beyond for you because you're being polite, and that's not something that they might come across every day. So they'll <clears throat> they'll try to hook you up if. You know, they're getting that positive energy from you. I mean, I like I worked in the customer service industry for the majority of my life. And even with, you know, my clothing line, Relive Clothing on Instagram, check it out. Okay. Um, <laughs> but no, like, I will go over uh, above and beyond for people who are really nice to me. Right. Like, that just... Throw them some free stuff. Right. Um, hook them up. Maybe give them like percentage off of the next T-shirt or whatever like that. But it is like it is. It, it feels really good to have somebody treat you with respect, mm-hmm. um, regardless of what their background is. Because there's a lot of people out here that come from money. Um, that think just because they come from that, uh, that they can treat people any exactly. kind of way. And there's people who don't have money who just rude as hell, too. Yeah, so. exactly. So, let, I want to I wanna talk about another form of um, etiquette since we in charm school. So, I want to talk about roommate etiquette. And the reason why, I was just sitting back today thinking about when I had roommates. You know, I've been, I haven't had a roommate for several years. So, I, when I think about roommates, I think about back in my college days when I had roommates in the dorm. Okay. So, if you have a roommate, 
you need to be respectful that the space is shared. Don't be, especially if you're in a dorm or even if you live in a house and you got a roommate or an apartment, don't be bringing over strangers to the space that is shared. And in college, my dorm roommate used to bring a different guy back almost every night and have sex with them. And everybody can hear you. Like, that's, that's one of the, no, because it don't even sound good. Are you still still friends with her? No. I'm not asking for myself. I'm not. We know. I'm not. So, one part of etiquette, if you have a roommate, don't be bringing strangers every night. And if it's an open space, I'm talking about in the dorm, but even if you live in an apartment, don't be having having sex in the shared space. So don't be sexing in the living room, in the kitchen, on the counter. Mm-hmm. You take that in your bedroom and shut the door and be cognizant. Cosmi- <clears throat> sorry, I've been drinking. Whatever. <laughs> don't don't be loud. Period. I, I, but, I, I, <laughs> wait, but I think I think roommate etiquette is different for men and women. Because I ain't gonna lie, like, you know, I will have no problem with my roommate bringing over a different woman. You hear sex all night? Well, now that's a different story, though. Like, I'm not gonna wanna be hearing that all every single night. But I've been roommates with, 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 with family members and friends who, you know, they didn't bring somebody over every night, but they brought somebody over often. For their whole what for men do is it like a damn he in there tearing it up? Like, exactly. Kind of I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, like my boy. If, 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 if he my, my if, man if I'm cool with him, then I don't have no problem with that. I will, well, okay, this is why I have a problem with Ezra Maze. It's kinda of like a little bit of a shit in the combo. Mm-hmm. But I've never had a roommate where I didn't have my own bathroom still. Girl, but if I could step, yeah. if I could smell your pussy from my bathroom, mm. my room from the common areas from your bathroom. Uh, that's just cool. Yeah, that's, that's just, just it. Or how about <laughs> I? I've only had an experience with a roommate in college. My only one semester in my uh, freshman year. I wasn't. I was about the games. Okay, I don't like going into the bathroom. And seeing butt crumbs. Don't leave. <laughs> Listen. Butt biggest, crumbs? Yeah, yes, for the listeners leave. who don't know what butt crumbs are, can you explain? Yes, that's the debris niggas leave <laughs> after they use the fucking bathroom. Usually it's caused from, like, it's like little tissue pieces that get caught. It could be tissue pieces. It could be nasty, dried up It could be dingleberries. Or maybe cubic hairs on the toilet. Cubes, booty crumbs. What about when somebody takes a diarrhea? And I don't like booze guts. Give them the courtesy flush. Listen, courtesy flushes. Booboo crumbs, all the scuds and shit. I, I can't Scuds. stand it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I just can't listen. People, after you use the bathroom, flush the toilet, turn around and see what mess you made. Yeah. Right. Make sure the no boo boo stains is left it's at the bottom of the, the toilet. With a, with a second, with a little glance after you leave. Right. I, I had the so like I, I, I basically moved out this apartment that I had in Ypsilanti with my cousin, and I had the Ypsilanti. Shout out to whoever that was. But I had to um like I had to stay with my brother and his roommates until I found another apartment. And it was like 
six of us in this apartment. It was kind of like a townhouse. Six guys? Woo. It was six guys in this townhouse. <laughs> okay. To be real with you, it wasn't That's as trifling That's how I from the lower. We were actually all clean for the most part, except for the one dude who lived See, it's always the one. You probably the one leaving booty All you need is no, one. No, he's that one. I, so, I had to pull my weight. Like, I wasn't paying as much rent as everybody oh, else okay. in the crib. So, I, you know, I will buy groceries on my bridge card. Right. You know, do whatever I can, clean up here and there. But it was the main floor bathroom. And we used to have people coming over. Like, everybody had their girls coming over. They used to throw parties here and there. So, I will clean it up just to make it look presentable every week. I'll clean it up every week. And literally, it would like be caked up piss. Oh no! Uh uh. Caked up. You know, you know how nasty you gotta be to have piss caked up on the right. floor. Like, where it's I ain't damn never, near solid. I ain't uh, never. I ain't never heard oh the time God. of piss being caked up. You're not pee. Right. I, I bull crap y'all now. Like I can call all six dudes right now, and they will they will confirm this. Like, it was, but ain't nobody gonna admit it, right? No, I know. I it wasn't. It was it was one dude out of all of us. So he was a dude that lived on the main floor. He used to sleep on a couch on the main floor, and he was one of the brothers of the roommates. But he was just. Trifling, huh? Yeah, like for real. Nobody wanted to clean the bathroom, but I'm like, man, I ain't paying as much rent as everybody else. So I got, and I worked at a, a retirement home, so like you know, I'm used to kind of uh, cleaning up stuff like that. Like, why booties? Seriously, like, but yeah. that's another thing too. If you're if you are a roommate, you gotta take turns cleaning like that's another etiquette that you gotta have you have to not rely on the one person or however many roommates you got to do all the cleaning all the time so like if you have people over and it's your company you clean up you know what i'm saying you take turns doing the dishes if i cook for both of us you do the dishes like don't rely on me to always do it another thing too if you're a roommate and you see food in the fridge that you didn't buy, don't eat it. It's not oh yours. Exactly. I shouldn't have to put my name on leftovers just to make sure that you don't eat it. Right. But at the end of the day, you still eat it, even though you see my name on there. Like, come on now. Right. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead. No, you got it, Didi. Well, that's right. Now, I was going to be petty and say, no, I live with, I don't really consider, because right now I live with my sister. And I don't consider her a roommate because it's family, right? But I will eat the fuck out of her leftovers. But that's because she don't eat leftovers. True. So if you have an understanding, then that's cool. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Also, her shit is good school. Also, if you have a roommate and you have a pet that lives indoors. Ooh! Clean clean up after your pet. Like, there's no reason why... your roommate spends more time with your animals than you do. And there's no reason why if you have a dog, if you have a cat, that they should be boo-boo. Uh-huh. And the whole apartment smells like uh, smell like shit. And there's no reason why you and your cat smell like pussy. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. 
Well, I mean, you if the room... I'm talking about something. Oh, yeah. If the roommate stinks, you can't expect the pet to smell good either. No, but I've known people, like, a couple of my friends who have roommates who've had cats. And, you know, the cat... You know, if you don't clean the cat litter, they don't... The shit smell like motherfucking pussy, okay? Okay. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> so, if you live with a roommate, both of them gotta wash their ass. <laughs> so I was reading shout out to Lipstick Alley I feel like I shout them out every episode because I frequent it and coincidentally I saw um, somebody write in the other day about how they have a roommate and the roommate said they weren't going to be home and the person that wrote in said they like to like walk around naked just be naked all the time well, and, the, room- and the roommate okay. texted and was like I'm not going to be back t- t- till later on today mm-hmm. And so they was in the kitchen cooking breakfast naked, and the girl and her boyfriend walked in, mm-hmm. and the boyfriend saw her naked. Okay. And then the roommate was acting weird after that, but she like, am I wrong? Because she the one who told me she wasn't going to be home. And who so is It was just a random person who no, wrote in. No, I don't in. think it's wrong because the roommate said she's not going to be home. But I feel like... Is that etiquette again? Like... But still, that's not just your place. So. I think that was a miscommunication. Because had she given her a time, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, But if you was going to do all that, you probably should have been like, okay, so what time are you thinking? You know what Get I'm specifics. Yeah. I, I don't think she was in the wrong, man. Right. Free ball it all you want when she ain't there. And, and also, I don't know. I feel like when you live, like women, if you live with other women, you have to be conscious of that when you have a man. Exactly. Like, you don't got time for all of that. And I'm going to piggyback off of that. Um, I had a friend who, she had a boyfriend that um, lived with her. And she let one of her friends stay there with them. And she would always complain that the girl walked around with, like, little booty shorts on. What a coincidence. I have the same story about a friend. Yeah, like, always did that. She always would complain. But she was, like, but she's just not a a confrontational person. And she would never say that. And that's why the friend did that shit. Exactly. And it's just, like... And that kind of goes into friend etiquette, girl code. But that's a whole other conversation. That is a whole other conversation. Before we go down there... I was gonna say like when so when I had my boyfriend, if I knew that I live with people because I live with my sister, so I'm gonna text and be like, hey, right, I'm back, I'm on my way, I'm pulling in the driveway, and I got so and so with me, so don't be naked. It's it's simple. So I wanted right. to get that out before y'all go into y'all story because I'm really in want to hear what y'all about. No, say. no, and that's that's, that's pretty it's much it. Especially if you know you live with somebody who be naked, right? Because I always check in, but look, so and so because my sister got fat booties. So I gotta make sure they cover that shit. Right, exactly. Exactly. You said not for real. But yeah, even story. But even the girl code thing is just that some like some women don't. They act like they don't know. So immediately they don't know how they're supposed to dress around. But people understand why they the ones with the boyfriend. They you know coming around some other women who dress like that. Now you know the code. People know the code when the tables is turned, but they don't know the code when right. when they don't want with their ass out. Exactly. I don't like that. Mm-mm. Exactly. So, what about, like, parties or bar etiquette? So, I know for me, I have a lot of get-togethers at my house. Um, I like having people over. I like entertaining. But there's been a few times where I might invite 
people over and let's say somebody might bring a bottle or something, you know what I'm saying? And some people take a few shots out of it, but it's some liquor left. And then they leave and they take the bottle with them. <laughs> that is the worst etiquette ever. If you bring a bottle to a get together, you keeping that bottle there. That's you're contributing to the party. Right. Don't take it with you when you leave. Exactly. I totally agree. Like that's your contribution to the party for everybody. Not just for you. Right. That's really annoying. I agree with that. And I feel like also to go off of that, I feel like people coming to parties and bringing other folks with them Man. that they didn't get the okay. Like, didn't get the okay. Like, come on, you can't bring Pookie. In June, but you can't bring you can't bring the wild boys to the party. If I'm hosting the get together, don't bring your wild boys that you know might end up stealing a little something on their way out. I want to get to the to the whole part about uh, the drink thing because I feel a certain way about that. Like I'm kind of fifty fifty on that. I think it depends on I think it depends on whose party it is. Like if I'm going to some random party where where my boys invited me um, to somebody's house, like I said that that I don't know, then I'm probably gonna leave that bottle or six pack there. But if I'm like going to one of my cousins' party or one of my longtime friends' party and they have a whole bunch of liquor and I know for the most part they're not gonna drink what I brought, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna take it with me. Like I did that. Um, at one of uh, a recent party that I went to where I brought a six pack, and I think it was my, one of my homeboys, and I know for a fact he doesn't really drink the beers that I drink, uh-huh. so I ended up taking it with me, and he he's done the same thing with me, and I really didn't care like that because it wasn't a big deal. Okay, well I guess that's different, but I guess it's some exceptions. Said, it's some it exceptions, is. and I guess I've been in a situation before where I'm like the plus plus friend. That came with somebody somewhere, and it's like I bought a little bottle, like personal, because I don't know. Well, that's different. I don't that's know, different. I'm using my personal little right. six cent because I don't know nothing right. else I got going on. I was gonna say that too. Um, relive, Chris, when you said, "Okay, if I go to somebody's gathering that I don't really know." I might leave the bottle. I guess that's kind of showing, like, thanks for allowing me exactly. into your yeah. your space and partying, so I'm leaving this. But at the same time, if you go in somewhere where you don't really know the people, you might bring your own personal because you don't know how they're going to be with you drinking their liquor. Exactly. So, in that case, when you bring in a personal, yeah, you could take it with you. But if you go in somewhere where you know the people... Like, for the most part, right. like, your contribution right. is the bottle, and exactly. you just leave it. That's you said you know the people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but think of it this way. Like, say you threw a party mm-hmm. and Tierra brought... Well, y'all be leaving each Y'all be leaving liquor at each other's houses anyway. Right. So that ain't really a good example. But, I mean, I guess it's, it's, it's a lot of nuances, too. I yeah. guess you just got to feel out what the situation, the situation is. I feel that. I can say, though, I've been guilty of it, so I'm not going to say, you yeah. need etiquette when it comes to that. Like, I ain't do it. I used to do that shit a lot when I was younger, but I just took it because I'm like, I know I can't afford another bottle no time soon, and there's something left in here for right. me to drink on my own, <laughs> right. my personal stash. So when I was younger, I did used to do that, but now that I'm older, yeah. you know. And, I, and that's another thing to it, like, 
man, I used to do it too. One, I used to do it back then, like you said, because I didn't have the money to necessarily do it. Now, I don't, I don't trip over leaving a six pack or a bottle at mm-hmm. all. Like if, like I said, right. if I take it with me, it's just because, all right, I know they're not gonna really drink it, so I'm gonna just bring it. And to be honest with you, usually when I, if I take it, it's probably only like two beers left. Okay. So I know that so you be like, you, you know, you try to drink it when you get to the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I know that for the most part, I know they're not gonna be missing it. They probably drank it just because, like, I brought it or something like that. Right. So I guess, yeah, you just gotta feel what the situation. But definitely, if you ever go into a party where you don't know the people, either bring a personal or if you bring a bottle, do not take it with you. You are going to look a certain type of way. Exactly. They're going to talk about you. And don't bring your they cousins. They're going to talk about you behind your back. Oh, my God. I don't even want to talk about bringing them type of people. Right. Be careful. If you go People in, that don't know how to navigate circles, man. Ah, do not bring them to I the I think you got a personal story. Man, speak on it. Speak on it. I'm good. I'm good. I'll just leave it at that. If you go into a party and you plan on bringing people that you know antisocial, gonna stand in the corner and everybody gonna talk about them, like why they over there just mean grimming like they ain't having no fun, don't bring them. If you got a girlfriend that likes to thot and bop and be all over everybody, don't bring her. Yep. Because we don't talk about her while she there and when she leaves. And if you got a friend that like is clingy as hell and gonna try to get on everybody, like Maybe somebody, friend or a cousin, friend or a cousin, like your girlfriend's friend, a friend, a cousin, a sister, and you know they don't know how to act and don't know how to not manipulate your like people's friendships. Right? Then you might want to leave them out. Just, just, just you need to leave just, your sociopath. This is the thing. If you going, this is real etiquette. Like if you going, if you're go, if you're invited to a party or you're invited into somebody else's circle. The best thing you can do when you invite into that new circle is fall back and fill it out. Exactly. Know your roles and know them boundaries. Right. You new to the group. You don't have a right to be causing any type of ruckus or doing <laughs> stuff that you know you're not supposed to be doing. Exactly. Until you start to develop these personal relationships with those people and even then you still gotta tread lightly because you were still introduced and you don't know how your relationship is gonna affect your relationship with these people Mm -hmm. is gonna affect your relationship with either the person that brought you into it Mm -hmm. or somebody else in there so you just gotta be careful man like a lot of people don't have etiquette and don't understand boundaries and and don't even know how to navigate circles so true word so thank y'all for attending charm school today hope you got something from it if you guys want to weigh in listeners please send me an email at discussionspodcast313 at gmail.com we want to hear what you have to say on this topic um so I know you guys gave where we could find you, but go ahead and tell the listeners where they can find you on Instagram. You can find me. My personal page is Relive Chris. Um, been taste making since the late nineties. Check my Instagram. Mom is pretty entertaining for the most part. <laughs> um, and then you can go to my clothing line page, which is you know at Relive Clothing streetwear brand based out of Detroit doing real big things hey. um, and, and 
2019. So follow us, stay up with us, purchase some merch for us. For sure. Support black owned businesses. For sure. Yes. Where can they find you at? Yes. <laughs> Where can they find you at, T Chills? Well, um, T underscore Chills on Instagram. Um, I'm at a few things coming up in the new year, but I'm not going to get into it because, you know, there ain't nothing. You know, you can't talk on it until you do it. So Yeah, I feel that. So just look out for me. Be checking in on me. Follow me. At me. That's it. All right. And you guys can follow Discussions Podcast on Instagram at Discussions Podcast. Um, also don't forget to send in, if you want to weigh in on the topic, if you have any questions, need some advice, again, hit us up at discussionspodcast313 at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and please rate the podcast. I'm not afraid of constructive criticism either. So send it my way and I will holla at you later. Smooches. (laughs)